Welcome back to Tea Time Podcast. It's been a long time since you've heard our voices, been busy with schoolwork, etc., but we're back and better than ever. Since we last left, NHL playoffs have been kicking off. We'll dig into that. NBA playoffs as well. And of course, MLB. So with that, quiet on the tea, please. It's time to get started. As here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. Gary, it's been a long time. How we been? You know, I've been itching to get some get some takes off. How we been? I know, I know. I'm good, and that's my fault for the listeners. I've been the one slacking, the one that production has not been out there. But done with school now, into summertime. It's time to get back into sports, back into this podcast. That's right. Perfect time for MLB, too. Yes, sir. So first things first, Gary, NHL playoffs. What do you got for me? You know... The NHL playoffs, first round, delivered, delivered. Every game was close. Every game was awesome to watch. Second round, got a little bit sleepy, a little bit doozy. I haven't, I haven't been too locked in on the second round as much as I was the first round because, every, like I said, every game in the first round was amazing. But second round, there has been, as of late, there's been some all right games. But for, for the most part, it's been teeter-totter. One team takes over, and they it's been a blowout most rounds. But Edmonton... Night tonight, game six at eight. That'll be fun. Hopefully, Mick Jesus can tie the series up and get it to game seven. I'm pulling for the Oilers here, as he should. I mean, best player ever, maybe. Yeah. So, quick playoff picture on the Eastern side: Florida and Carolina in the Eastern Conference Finals. Both teams kind of just ran through the second round. Florida defeated um, the Maple Leafs in round two. Who Maple Leafs were probably confused being there since they haven't made it past the we first want, round in their six we want prior Florida. playoff we appearances. But they also took down the Boston Bruins, which I think shocked the nation. Carolina, on the other hand, they took down the Islanders in round one and then easily handled the Devils in round two with an OT win in game five to send them to the uh, Eastern Conference Championship. Yep. The Devils in that game five. Missed a wide-open shot. Oh. Shout-out to Cam J. Being on the wrong side of that bet. Devil should have won that game. That is unreal. Carolina pushes through. I don't know how Buddy missed that. Like, that is as point-blank as it comes. I think I could have made that shot. That I think is, I spent maybe 10 minutes on the ice in my entire life. It's almost more impressive that he missed it because he shot it right through. I mean, it rolled the red line all the way by the, behind the goalie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was horribly tough. But Carolina versus Florida. It sounds like you want Florida. I would like Florida. I mean, I don't. I don't know too much i'm really kind of rooting for um edmonton on the west but for the east i think florida would be sweet to see get there i think the last time they're there was in 91 so yeah get the panthers in there they should go back to the old logo if they win it all though the old logo was way better than this new bs with the whole that would Panther. Be tight. oh yep way better i'd like to see florida win too but i think this cinderella run being the wild card making it the conference finals i think i think they're gonna run out of luck when they but, meet carolina here well here's the thing i think though. they've they ran yeah. through. They get Boston, so they're down three mm-hmm. one. They come back, get Boston. That was a yeah. shocker, right? Best team in the NHL. Then they get Toronto after they defeated Boston, and Toronto miraculously made it past the first round. Odds swung in Toronto's favor to win it all. They were the favorite to win it all before that series started. And honestly, Florida made them look like light work. I mean, Toronto got they the did one. For sure. They got the one game, and then uh, the OT win to take out Toronto really. 
it kind of felt if Toronto gets that game, maybe they swing the series in their favor. I mean, they're just so loaded their core. Now they're going to have an implosion, I would imagine, because they're just expected to do so much, even though that's their only time being in the second round. <laughs> but okay, I think Florida. I think Florida's still there, man. Uh, the Hurricanes, uh, like you said, blew past New Jersey, and New Jersey got the Rangers, and the Rangers were the best offensive team assembled, and their first line couldn't get anything <laughs> going against Jersey, which was insane. So. I thought Hurricanes might, you know, they might be a little sleepy after coming off New Jersey. And Florida's just been with their backs against the wall, Bull Series, playing two good teams in Toronto and Boston. So should be a good series, East Conference Finals. But more concerned okay. in the West. Let me ask, wait, well, let me ask you this real quick. So I just Googled this. Carolina and Florida met two or three times in the regular season, and Carolina won two of the three. Does that affect? Nope. Nope. Okay. Okay. As uh, right. Ryan Whitney and Paul Bissonnette would say, momentum doesn't mean shh in the playoffs and nothing in the history Cousin Mo means everything, matter. so that's a lie. So we're going to find out. Okay. All right. So you're, you're rolling with Carolina or Florida. I think I'll roll with Florida. Carolina. Yep. All right. The Western picture then. Sounds like you're way more interested on this side. What do we got? Well, you, t- well, you tell me. You let the fans let, line it back out. You let them know what happened. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll start up top. Seattle Kraken wins four games to three against – Colorado Avalanche, a little bit of a shocker there. It's called Kraken, though. And then Dallas wins 4-2 on the Wild. That series is tied at 3-3, I think, with the champion or the yep. final game. Sorry, Game 7 coming tomorrow night. And so then down at the bottom side of the bracket, we got Vegas just manhandling the Jets. No problem there. And then the Oilers taking care of the Kings 4-2. Right now in the Kings, or I'm sorry, the Knights-Oilers series, Knights are winning 3-2. And that game is being played tonight. Correct. Okay. I like the West. The Oilers Knights game is or series is kind of sweet. I like the Knights though too. But I like I said. I mean, as you can tell from the podcast, I want McJesus to get one man. I want McJesus sure. and Drysaddle to get there. The Oilers, he deserves one. They're so fun to watch. I mean, they're but Vegas honestly is kind of like. I mean, they kind of handle them every. It's been back forth, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Vegas takes game one followed by an Edmondson win, and then it's just flopped back and forth ever since. So if it's fallen any pattern, that means the Oilers get this one at home and then head back to Sin City for Game 7, which is what we all want, Game 7 playoff hockey. And there's nothing better than when it was like in OT. If it goes OT, like you just don't know. Anything happens. Oh, like, so electric. But yeah. that should be a great game. But the Kraken, talk about a Cinderella story. No kidding. Holy smokes. Get it to Game Seven against the Stars as well. It'd be kind of sweet. I, I just love the Kraken picked the greatest color scheme ever for new teams in the NHL. That little turquoise and then the dark blue is so nice on the ice. I agree. Let's go colors. That's why we're rooting for the Kraken out there. Exactly. Although Dallas is Game heavy Seven hitters. tomorrow. Dallas is heavy hitters. Game Seven tomorrow. And so we need Oilers tonight, right? Yeah, facts. Okay. Yeah, give me Oilers. Oilers tonight. Kraken tomorrow. Yep. And then Tuesday, I would like to anyone. That, that, that's what I'm going for. And then hopefully, hopefully we do have that game seven come Tuesday. Come on, yes, sir. Edmonton. All right. You got anything else you'd like to say about NHL, Jerry? Who do you want to win it all? With all the teams left, no predictions, anything. Who, who are you going for? I think I'm going for the Knights. Going Just because, yeah, yeah. I like Typical, it. I know. But that's what I'm going with. I like it. Well, let's roll into some NBA playoffs. Huh? That sounds like it's all you. If anyone knows me, they know I'm not a big NBA guy. I don't think I've ever actually watched a full NBA game in my life. 
No disrespect to the players. I just I just like college a little bit more. So, Gary, break this down for me because I haven't paid a lick attention. Well, let me just start off here, Jarrett. NBA, I will give you this. NBA is tough to watch during the regular season. But, man, when it comes to the playoffs, defense starts to be played. Like, I mean, it's do or yeah. die out there, right? And that's when the stars I think, shine bright. And I think I didn't help on. myself with my appreciation of the NBA by only watching the All-Star game this year. And that... Oh yeah, that you can't so watch. So irate that yeah, yeah that yeah, was horrible. That yeah, you just can't watch did that. it even worse. I have heard though that NBA playoffs are just a different breed. I should get involved a little bit more, but happened off the horse. But anyways, Gary. Well, I know you're a big, big Lakers guy, big Nuggets guy. Nuggy, Nuggy Lakers Western Conference Finals too. So I'll, I guess we'll start there in the Western Conference. Nuggets meet the Lakers one versus seven in the Western Conference Finals. I am absolutely jacked. I mean, that's a dream scenario for Gary. Game one is going to be played on Tuesday in Denver because they're the one seed. Denver got there by taking down the Suns last series 4-2 to two, and then beat the Timberwolves in uh, the first series, handed them. The Lakers got there. They took down Steph and the Warriors in the whole Braun-Steph rivalry last series and then took down the Grizzlies in the first series. So this should be a fun matchup. The Joker is the best player on the universe, and I don't. if anybody wants to go to war with me on that, Come talk to me right now. He is the best player in basketball, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah, sure, his defense, you know, a little sluggish, but what he does on the offensive side is unreal. Every Everything is facilitated by him. He had 53, and I think it was like game two or three. They lost, but then he comes out, and it's just an automatic triple-double, and they win. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he does. It's so fun to watch him. Jerry, you just got to watch a Nuggets game and watch Nikola Jokic. You're going to be impressed. Very fun all right, to watch. All right. So, Braun against my Nuggets should be a good one. Can't wait for Tuesday. On the east side, the Miami Heat is the Cinderella here. The eight seed takes down the number one Bucks in the first round, then gets past the Knicks pretty handily. And now they await the winner of Game 7 of the 76ers and Celtics being played right now as we're recording. Celtics are up at half by three. So, we'll see. Dream scenario, Nuggets end up against the Sixers in the finals. Joker versus Embiid, and we can really show who the real MVP is and why Joker should went back-to-back-to-back MVPs instead of Embiid getting that. It's not even a award anymore. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Joker's going to make him pick up his jock strap, and I'm going to love every second of it. So that's what I'm hoping for. Um, I don't even want to talk any much more about it. Let's talk when the finals start, conference finals start to roll because that's when I really get deep into it as you know i could probably talk about bronze series against the warriors and even the first round series and how he looked and how joker looked but that's past yeah, that's past now and maybe i'll try to lock into some games because even though i don't watch the games like you see everything on social media so oh yeah kind of know what's going on. and i swear did i see lebron say a quote about like he doesn't flop or anything or they don't practice flopping or something like that yeah that was that? that one was that was a little because there's no way he said that and then i see a video the very next day of him like barely getting nicked on the head, falling to the floor, okay. sitting no. on the floor for half of the Lakers' <laughs> possession on the shot clock, runs down the floor, catches wide open Spot up three Jay. and bangs it, and then and then goes back running down the floor, grabbing his head like he just that got was awesome, just a concussion. He or might something. be the funniest player in basketball, Jerry. No, he might be the he, softest player. No, in he basketball. Mi- Jerry. It has nothing to do with being soft. It's all this. This is what the rules are played to now nowadays. Every player has to flop. They get nicked in the eyebrow and they got to go down and hold their head. So then they're just using it as a strategy because then the referees call time. They go look at them all and they're like, "Oh wait, he did hit him in the head." All that right, is you're a exactly right. One. You're exactly right. They're just right, playing it to still. their advantage, and it's so annoying. But exactly, I agree. 
it's it's like even in even in this game, in the Celtics Sixers game, Harden uh, had a two on one, went up for a layup, lost the ball in the air, and Jalen Brown went up to defend it. And Embiid comes down, or not Embiid, Harden swings his elbow a little bit and like kind of pushes Brown to the floor. And he's like on the ground holding his head like the whole time. So they call time, they look at the monitor, and they assess a flagrant one. I'm like, bro, <laughs> come on. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, and I that's agree. why I just can't fall in love with it. But I agree. I'm, it is I tough. do need to give it a try because I've been, I've been stubborn on my end. So no. I'll get into it a little bit. Watch the playoffs and everybody else that's listening – Watch playoffs, Western Conference Finals, Nugs, Lakers. I know the Lakers own the Nugs in previous playoff history, but we are changing that right now, as in the Nugs are changing that right now this year. Unbiased podcast, by the way. We have no Absolutely. affiliation with any team. We. All right. Baseball. Let's run into a little baseball. MLB, Gary. I think – I think what we need to do is let the people know what the 10 best teams are in the league right now. You want to just go back and forth? Yeah. Start at 10, run it back to one. Yeah, I'll, yeah, that's a great idea. Sure. Okay. We're about, I think, a third, close to a third way through the season right now. A lot to pick up. A lot of good teams. Surprising amount of bad teams all of a sudden. Yeah, ho- atrocious but teams. It's still making up for to be a great season so far. So coming in at my number 10 of the 30 MLB teams, top 10 in the T-Time Power Rankings. It's going to shock a lot of people out there who know me. But as my number 10, I'm rolling with the New York Yankees, and that hurts me to say. But they've been playing good baseball lately, and that's all I'm going to say about that one. So get your 10 so I can move on and get past this. I'll give you my 10 at the Milwaukee Brewers. It's an ugly 10. Um I would say the the only thing I'm going to say about this is if Yelich were to go down tomorrow, these guys would drop to like 20. Yelich is putting the back, putting the team on his back. Uh, the rotation they're having a little bit of injury, but Milwaukee Brewers they're they're pretty consistent. They've always been consistent. They're going to sit right around there, and I imagine St. Louis is going to battle them for that for that division That's, crown. I was I was going to go Brewers there, but just with the Yankees how they've been playing these last. Yeah, 10, that's fair. 15 games. I just had to, had to roll with them, but I couldn't give them that much respect. That's why they're at 10. I feel like a lot of people have much higher, but you know what the vibe is? It's still, it's still, yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm sorry, but Jer. I, I got to, I got to give respect where respect's due. Jer. All of a sudden they've been playing good ball. Oh. I know it sucks. It pains me to say, but I have to give them and it's only 10. It's only 10. It's fine. It's only, it's fine. Okay. That's, oh, well, it's nine, right? Well, no, let's roll into nine now. I thought you give you red sauce. Oh, you're talking. Okay, I I took that wrong. I took that wrong. My bad. No, I was just saying. I, like it just hurt me to say because I'm a red sox. Yep, fan. yep. Okay. Putting I the, thought putting you were, the Yankees even on this list. I thought you were putting me, the socks at nine. Oh no, no, no. Nine. I'm humble. I'm humble. Who do you got at nine? Nine. You're gonna like this one. I think I'm. I'm going with the Arizona Diamondbacks here. I like I think that they're one. The most consistent team in baseball. Yep. And they're doing it without great pitching. Like yep. I love and respect Zach. Gallen Zach Gallen is. Kelly. He is on a different level right now, Jared. He is. He's, He's on a, a different great level. Pitcher. But overall, their bullpen isn't very deep, and Davies has been hurt Struggling. since like the beginning of April. Yeah. So, I don't. I think he's making minor league starts right now. But offensively, they're just a tank, man. They're energetic and they play with a sense of urgency. I, I don't know if that urgency is wanting to compete in the playoffs, pass the wild card round for the first time since like 2011 or something. But they're fun to watch. They've got they've got energy. They get after it. So, 
I hope they can keep keep producing and you know either win that division or get a wild card spot. Yeah, I like that. I like that picture. I I I will back you on that one. But my nine, Minnesota Twins. Okay, it's a boring. It is a very very boring division. That division. I was gonna say that every year. But now hear me out. Minnesota Twins sitting at twenty two and eighteen, so they're four games over five hundred. Here is the secret weapon as of right now. Joey Gallo has He's somehow a found a swing. In th- and defensively, did you see that catch oh, yeah. the other day? Oh, yeah. He's a big boy, too, hustling for the ball. He is, yeah. But I think getting out of thinking, I think last season was ruined just being by yep, being on the Yankees. Fair. Like once he went to the Dodgers, I think he still just he had caught to find it a little bit. A little bit. He caught it exactly. a little bit. Exactly. But, but now. Fresh clubhouse vibes are up. He is he's playing great ball. Did you see I, the ball he like hit that. like yesterday? I, I don't think it's know. landed yet. I don't think oh, st- Statcast couldn't even like put a uh, number on it. It was a unreal. On it? Yeah, but that's awesome. Uh, Carlos Correa playing decent ball again. He's I mean he is. It's just given. He's probably a top five shortstop in the league. I'm not even gonna name five. I'm just throwing five out there. I just think Carlos Correa is super consistent. Actually, a really good ball player. Byron Buxton. I mean, dog, dog. Uh, then they got Jorge Polanco to round out, I guess, a three, and then you can throw Gallo in for four. But yeah, Minnesota Twins—they're all—they start off really hot. They got a little cold, but they're still four games above five hundred. I think I think they're right. gonna be consistent. I like that, but I'm gonna a little sneak peek, a little. What's that called? Foreshadow? No. Spoiler, spoiler. 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 I don't have one NL Central team in my list. That's fair. That is very fair. It's just it's just been a boring division. Pirates started out hot, but they I think they're like one and nine in their last ten. They just been selling. Well, that's so an yeah, that's an NL Central, right? And that Twins are yeah. AL Central. I'm sorry. That's fine. Yeah, keep rolling. That's that's a no. That's a big mistake here. I only got one. I, I Way have, to hold me accountable. I have one NL Central team. I had I had the Brewers. I'm gonna. I don't think I have a Central team now that I say that. Hold on. Hold on one second. One second. The Cubbies are gonna catch fire though. I'll tell you that they're nice. The Cubs are gonna catch fire. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a central team in my top ten list. Oh, NL or AL? I got AL. I got one AL, one NL with the Brewers and the Twins now coming in at ten and nine. They just don't do it for me. Well, All I'll right, just get my. Eight, I'm gonna get though. mine out of the way. My eight is the Arizona Diamondbacks. You already spoke to them. This team is elite. They are a young elite team, and Jerry was shitting all over them when with our the MLB Diamondbacks. Preview. Oh, you were. Ch- Pooping. In the, it's been so long, I forgot. Arizona Diamondbacks well, are, are a nice, young core they team. Corbin Carroll is legit. Zach Gallen yep. might be a, one of the best pitchers in the MLB right now. He is pitching lights out. He had an outing yesterday. He's legit, man. So, you already you already spoke to him. What's your eight? The Philadelphia Phillies. <clears throat> They're on a five-game winning streak after losing six straight, including getting swept by the Dodgers, and they lost two or three to the Red Sox. But... They just got Ranger Suarez back from the um, injured list after he hurt himself uh, during the World Baseball Classic. So I expect them to trend up, and they are trending up right now on a five-game winning streak. They're about, that's about to end today, too, down 4-0 to the Rockies. That's all right. All right, number seven. You're going to love this pick for me. The Boston Red Sox oh coming in at number seven on the tea time power rankings list. They won seven straight. Against the Guardians, the Phillies with a sweep of the Blue Jays in that mix as well. Then during, so they won seven straight, lost one to Atlanta. Then they won the next one against Atlanta. And during that win against Atlanta, my favorite new Red Sox player, 
aka Kenley Jansen, <laughs> reaches 400 save against the Braves. I was duking on Kenley Jansen earlier in the season. I did not like him. I was mad we made this pick. But man, since we got him, he's been great. Up, he's been great. Asterisk. He's been great up until that series. Got his 400 save. And then I don't know if he realizes this, but he still needs a pitch, and like it's not over just because he got his 400 save. <laughs> because in the last two games against the St. Louis Cardinals, he's had two blown saves. Probably two of the worst blown saves I've ever seen. I mean, that's what you get with Kenley Jansen, that, man. I guess, but he's actually been, you know, he's been a dog this year. The clubhouse loves him. You know, having Kike and Justin on the team, ex-Dodgers with him. Like, the vibes are up. And what did I say about the Red Sox earlier this year? The vibes are good. The boys are going to be good. And the boys are, I think we're all right right now. And they're number seven in the power rank. And so, obviously, they're all right. I like it. We got the cards again tonight for Sunday Night Baseball, game three of the series. I expect them to win this one, even with Kluber on the mound. <laughs> even with Miles Kluber. Miles Nicholas <laughs> pitching against us. A side note, though. So, the St. Louis Cardinals are the NL Central's worst team right now with a record of 15-25. and 25. Yeah. But I don't think that record reflects how good their team actually is. Okay. They got a good lineup, but they, they – I mean, yeah. They, they, I don't know what's going on. They can't figure – They have a very strong core. I think so. I think they're missing Yachty, Molina, and they're having troubles with But they Contreras. shouldn't even – they got Contreras. They got I, a young catcher. I know, but they – defensively, they don't love him. They're thinking about putting him as a DH, which I think is a horrible move. But – it does seem like they're starting to figure it out, and of course, they figure it out against the Red Sox, winning these two by coming back in the ninth and tatting up my boy, Kenley Jansen, with two <laughs> blown saves. But not even worried about that. He'll get back. He's just on his victory lap right now. He's just reminiscing and being the seventh member in the 400-save club. So he's, he's just high on vibes right now. He's not really worried about pitching. He'll settle back in. Red Sox will be fine. I'll probably have them up in this list, probably be like a two or a three next time we do this. Yeah, power you ranking, better just hope. Cause gonna, just because they're going to be that good. But what's your seven? What's your seven? The New York Yankees. Yuck. Seven and three in their last ten. You already spoke to it. They are really hot. Today, they did lose to the Rays, nine to eight on Mother's Day. But I was watching the game. They were up uh, four to two, I think. Then the Rays battle back, get the bases loaded, have the guy the game tied at four, and grand slam on a one-two count to blow the game wide open. But then the Yankees make their Claw their way back. They're down by one in the bottom of nine. Aaron Judge comes up to the bat, to the plate with two outs. First pitch, Piper. Dude, Judge Lonzo. turned on it. And the pitcher just put his hands on his knees and his head down. And the, the whole crowd goes crazy. And the center field is backing up, backing up. And he touches his hand against the wall, catches it right at the wall. I was like, that's the hardest hit ball that didn't go out I've ever seen. So they lost today, but... They are hot. The Yankees found their and feet. And you know what? They did find their feet in this. Again, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but watching, I've been kind of locked in on the series because it's a big one in the AL East. And the Rays sold the last two games. Oh, yeah, against bad. Them. They were up both times. And That's what I thought was going to happen right today, the too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Yankees did seven for me. And then I'm just going to keep on rolling with mine because I got another AL East team coming in with the Toronto Blue Jays at six. Okay. The Blue Jays are nice. And in fact, Blue Jays just walked it off as we speak against the Braves today after trailing pretty much the whole game. Oh, they did walk off. They just walked it off in the okay. ninth. Uh, their starting rotation is still there, man. I mean, they still have. It is. 
it was it's it's kind of coming to form to what everybody thought it was, should be last year and why they were favored last year. And they got such a young core with Bichette and Guerrero, and they got George Springer even in there. Like they're re- they're a really good team. And the thing about them is they score runs. So if their rotation they gets a hold and their bull and their bullpen can. S- you know, keep their bullpen keep a lead. needs to pick it up. Yeah, they can yeah, keep a lead. Their needs to pick it they up. might be one of the best teams in baseball. But they do. All aside, if their bats if their bats are hot, they're hot. If they're not hot, they're not hot at all. Yep. So yep. that's my L East. All right. I I don't have the Blue Jays in this list, but I think you're gonna like my number six with the Texas Rangers. Oh yeah. This is the biggest shocker of a team to me this season, Gary. They're I think nice. you said in in our preseason preview, like to watch out for this team, right? Yeah, you, you were pretty high on them. Oh yeah. Yep. So they're playing great ball too. They're, I don't know why Evaldi didn't want to pitch this good when he played for the Red Sox, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But the Texas Rangers, they're they're a solid club, and that's all I got to say about them. They're coming in at six. They are nice, and you know what? I'll speak to it at five because that's who I have at five is the Texas Rangers. Keep it rolling. They're fourth in the majors in OPS, so they are getting on base and they are hitting the out of the ball. Their starting rotation yes, is hold is holding them up, right? DeGrom being hurt is not great. Seager hurt. So this just shows you they got DeGrom and Seager both battling injuries and they're I mean, they're still winning games. This is a fun team to watch. I don't know why everybody didn't see something coming. I mean, just looking at their lineup purely on paper, they have such a loaded lineup with a nice rotation. They might be on a little bit of the older side, but all these pitchers have proved Prove themselves in the major leagues that they can they can contend. So I like this team at five. Who's your five, Jer? My five is the Tampa Bay Rays, who are in a bit of a slump right now, just dropping two or three of the Yankees, getting lucky to get away with that one today, it sounds like. But they have the best record in baseball. They're thirty and or I guess thirty one and eleven now. And they're an absolute wagon at home, nineteen and three. They've been on the road since Monday and they won't have another road game until Friday, but Getting one here today. They've got the miserable Mets for this next series before they go home, so I assume they'll scoop a couple from them. I just it's gotta be the Rays here at five. There you go. Who do you got at four? Keep her going. The Atlanta Braves, who again, another team that's in a little bit of a slump, but they're that's a solid core too. Like how oh, deep man. is that team? Oh my like, gosh. Unbelievable. And I just gotta put respect on them. So they're coming in at my four. Didn't didn't know about that little loss they had today against Toronto, but it doesn't really bother does, me too much. Yeah, I guess. No, not too big of a deal. So my four, four is the Baltimore Orioles. <clears throat> Heard you. They're nice. They are. They are. Here's nice. the thing: is that I like the Orioles, and I've already in the MLB preview for the season. Everybody knew I, I was high on the Orioles just because I like the team. They are a good team, actually. Like they are Solid a good baseball team. team. They hit the crap out of the ball, and they're very efficient with runners in scoring position. Adley Rutschman is one of the best catchers in baseball within in his second year. Like this team is legit to watch. Mateo, Cedric Mullins, get Mateo on the base path. He's gonna take. He's gonna take every base he can, especially now with all the rule changes and stuff. He is. Going, he is going, Legit going, going. Legit to watch. They're fun to watch. Like oh, this is probably the funnest ball club in in baseball to watch right now. Yeah, I, Cedric Mullen just hit for the cycle the other day. Yep, I mean, that was things sick. are just going right over there. I like the just going right, man. I really too. do, and Me I think too. if uh, again comes down to pitching, it's 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 just what it is. When your lineup can yep. produce, and you know everybody has off days, but man, it feels like they're always battling. Like. Exactly. Even when their pitching isn't producing, they're still in these games. Yep. It's always like they're putting up eight, nine runs a game. Like that's a yep. lot of runs. They're so, enough offensive powerhouse as well. I yeah, I I like them. I like them a lot. Who do you got at three, Jerry? 
that's Baltimore Orioles is who I got at my three. So. Okay. Yep. So what, what about you? At my three, Jerry is gonna love love this one. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Braves. You already spoke to them. I think they're consistently good. Um, this is a team that's been good in years past, and they are going to be good in the future years as well. This yes, they are. are yep. I mean, they're unreal. Signing Sean Murphy, having Acuna, having Albies, having uh, Austin Riley. Like these are good. And then Spencer Strider, maybe yep. one of the best young pitchers in the MLB. So fun to watch when he gets on the mound. But as Leading I just said, the league in strikeouts right now. Yep. Going back to Murphy. He's up there for one of the best catchers in the league. He is, and that was a great signing. It just feels like they're signing these guys that are like decent dudes, right? Like coming from the A's, like he's a good, he was a good, good player, right? Yeah, just but they just get him, and they just like they bring him to a new level. It's like when you put on that Braves uniform, you just automatically become like, you know what I mean? Like you're Chipper Jones yeah. now. Like you're just insane. So, well, and coming from the A's to the Braves, like imagine that change for oh him. Imagine man. how that must just be. Just a whole different from organization. A horrible program to a winning program. From the worst organization, maybe in Major League Baseball, to one of the top organizations in baseball right now. Like consistent winners. Instant morale booster, too. Like you got guys behind you who can get it done, even if you're not yep. getting it done. Like just having those guys on the team who got your back. I yeah, think things um, are just, yeah, things are going good down there. Like I said, Ronald Acuna being on there, and I've said this before. He is, right now, one of the best players in baseball. He is vowing for an NL MVP this year. Now, listen to these, listen to these stats, Jared. So, he has okay. a, he's number two in batting average at 348, number two in stolen bases, number one in runs scored, number one in on-base percentage, top five in slugging, and tied for the most hits in baseball. He yeah, I don't produces. see how he wouldn't be the NAL, NL MVP as of right now. He is insane. He's literally my favorite player to watch. Ronald Acuna, it's, you'd never know what's going to come up to, and he's so swaggy with it, too. Yes, he is. Lead-off homers are, like, his thing. I swear. Every he time I has, turn on a yep. game, it's like a lead-off bomb. I'm like, this guy is awesome. Like, this guy and rocks. He just looks like a kid having fun out there. You know, he doesn't take it too seriously. Like, he looks like he's always having a good time, even when they're down. Yep, I agree. So, that was my three. Who do you got a two, Jerry? I think I feel like we're gonna have the same top two just based off how these going. I got I got one different than you. You think? Yep, I know I do. All right, my number two is the Seattle Mariners. Do rocky start to the season. They found their groove now. Okay. Nine and three in their last twelve. Pitching rotations looking solid, other than flexing. Jared Kelnick is just he's he's balling. J Rod balling like their team. They've got a they got a young fun core. And they're just playing good baseball. So how can they not be two? I like that I pick. hope you didn't leave them off this list. I did leave them off the list. No way. I left them off the list because how rocky they started. They're starting to catch their feet, but they still, they're still not in, not in the lead in that division. And I just felt that the Astros are still kind of they're still kind of hanging in there. For as bad of a season as the Astros had so far, they have the same record as the Seattle Mariners. And it feels like the Mariners are starting to catch their feet. So that'll probably change here soon. But... You are absolutely not going to like my number two. Who you got? The Los Angeles Dodgers are the hottest team in baseball by far right now, and it's not even close. When Will yeah. Smith is in the lineup, I don't – forgive me, this is – I can't remember the numbers right off the top of my head, but it's something crazy like 15-2 and two when he is in the lineup. They're looking good. Will Smith – They're looking good. Is one of the best offensive producers as a catcher in the position. He can't throw anybody out, which sucks. Everybody steals bases on the Dodgers, but – but 
He produces at the plate, and they really need it at the plate because Mookie's starting Everyone's to catch. Everyone's stealing bases across the league, though. That's Don't fair. disrespect Will Smith that hard. That's fair because Will Smith is an all-star catcher. I'm, I'm going to put that out right now. Will Smith is an all-star catcher. Watch it this year. Um, Mookie finally starting to catch, it, it, which is weird when you watch the Dodgers, and I've watched them almost every game. Beginning of the year, it felt like Freeman was just not like producing, wasn't getting any hits. And I look, and he's still batting like 280. And I don't know what he is now, but it's like he's always sitting around the 300. Now Muncy found his feet. Muncy's finding a swing. They are 12 and two in their last 14. Jerry, they were they're 25 and 15. They were sitting at 13 and 13, which is bananas. I'll give you that. They're a great ball club, and that's why I have them at my number one, Gary. I love it. The Los Angeles Dodgers are my number one in the tee time power rankings. Like you said, you said they're twelve and two in their last fourteen, right? Twelve and two in the last fourteen. Okay. Logistically though, four of those wins came against the Padres, which don't count since everyone knows that the Dodgers just have the Padres number. Like the Padres oh, yeah. cannot beat the Dodgers. And they're I like the Padres. I think they're a good ball club, but they logistically cannot beat the Dodgers. Wait, hold on. So on that on that note, who who beat the Dodgers last year in the playoffs? Okay. Okay, who fair. Eliminated but them? It was the it was the Padres. It was those yeah, but dating back history minus that one like yeah. anomaly or whatever you want to call that, the Dodgers just simply have the Padres picture or number. It's it's simple. It's physics. It's well known, studied by mathematicians all over the world. Well, but they other have than the that, NL West number, they are the NL West champs. That's facts too. But other other than the Diamondbacks this year, I still don't really respect the NL West. The Rockies and the Giants are no nos, no ones. Anyways. Dodgers are still 8-2, and two, not counting those four wins against the Padres. Yep. They're playing the best baseball out of anyone in the MLB right now. That's why they're my number one. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, James Outman, one of the best rookies in the game. Um, Insane, uh, man. Like, out of nowhere. I didn't even like know about this kid very much last year, and this year it's just headline after headline. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Him and Vargas, new, they're the new look for the new look Dodgers. So, mm-hmm. And, of um, course, that pitching rotation. Oh, yeah. So good. With hey. Dustin May, baby. Dustin May's dealing... Kershaw is dealing. Dude, Kershaw always deals. Kershaw, that's, I mean, I'm just convinced this guy's going to deal until he's 90. Maybe. he, Yeah, until playoffs, though, but that's fine. Yeah, we're in the regular fair. season right now, so we're, it's, it's all fair. good. It's all good. All right, though, who's your number one? My number one, just because solely of their start and how they've been able to even keep it going, is the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't remember. Where'd you have Matt? Five? Five. Yep. So I'm keeping the Rays at my number one. Like I said, best record in baseball and arguably the best division in baseball, which I don't know if it's even arguably. Every team is above 500. That is the only division in baseball where that's happening yep. with the Yankees sitting at last. So, the like I said, historic start to the season. They are 18-2 and two to start at home, and it's the best in the modern era of baseball. They have the third best start in modern era at 27-6. They are now 30-11, so they're 3-5 and five in their last eight. But... The Tampa Bay Rays are fun to watch, man. And boy, are they good. That's just another organization that's just like no one really talks about them because I don't know if it's just that they're not like a hot team, hot topic, but the Rays mm-hmm. are good, man. They got a good farm system. They're always going to be there. They're 1-9. to nine. Yandy Diaz is so fun to watch to lead off the game. So, yep. He came out today. I'm not sure why. Um, I, I missed it. He must have got hurt. Hopefully everything's fine there. But Tampa Bay Rays, best team in baseball, number one in the division. In the best division in baseball, that's the only reason I have them there. So, 
Well, there you have it. There's Tea Time Pods, first ever MLB Power Rankings. you have anything else to add covering MLB, any other teams, anything you want to mention? You know, I don't. I might give a quick shout-out to the Cubs because they were close to making this list. Same with the Brewers, too, actually. But the Brewers just fell off because they're they're just kind of boring, and they just – they're. I wouldn't even say they're very consistent, but they are, you know, having their record of – what is it, like 22-15? Is that what they are? Uh, 23 and 17. 23. Oh, okay. A little bit off. They're, they're a good team too. Shout out. Yeah. Both those teams in that division, but they seem to pick up a little bit of intensity. I'd like the Cubs to be good. I really, I think they could be such a solid team. Oh yeah. I think so. So too. Hopefully they can kind of start finding their groove a little bit. Can we put some light on this too? How are the Chicago White Sox so bad? They're struggling, man. Even fourteen and Dylan Cease is a dog and he, he's just not finding the zone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. That is a big shock to me, too. That whole division, that AL Central is, is kind of a toss-up right now. Yeah, it's, guards are, it's always you know, those. Guards are decent. Twins are decent. That's true. Yeah. The Sox are just down. Yeah, the White Sox are down. Bad. I feel like they'll find it, though. Same thing with the, same thing with the Cardinals. Like, the Cardinals are the NL Central worse right now, and yep. they're, they're going to turn around. That's such a— like, I don't know. I, ho- so I hope deep. they don't. I honestly hope they don't. I'd love to—if Pitt— could have just pulled something off. They're two and eight in their last ten, but they're still three games above five hundred. And they were That's one and nine before winning nutty. today. So yeah, they're not playing very good. They're playing atrocious, but they're still above five hundred. And it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like that's not, you know. It's crazy that they're one and nine and still above five hundred. Like they were playing so good out of the gate, it was unbelievable. It they was swept awesome. the Red Sox. Yeah, which I'm not even mad about because the way they were playing, yeah, the way they were playing, like not now they're not playing good, but the way they were playing early in the season, like. I was like, all right, they swept us. That's fine. That's the best team in baseball right now. Let's go. They literally were, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, hopefully they – I don't know what went wrong there, but hopefully they can figure that out because it's it's a mess over there right now. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. All right, well, should we move into our pick segment for the day? Yeah, get, let's, get, let's get a pick out. All right. For the Tea Time Pod, I forget what I'm at because I'm trying to be honest, track this to the dollar. I think I'm down 50, and I'm just going to roll with that. But we're going we're gonna to get back to even now because I'm looking at ESPN right now, and I've got a line that's set even for Monday, May 15th, and it's the St. Louis Cardinals against the Milwaukee Brewers at home. I've been tracking this stat for about a year now, and the Cardinals play the Boston Red Sox tonight on Sunday Night Baseball. Last season, if... A team played Sunday night baseball and had to travel the next day. So, like, the Cardinals, tra- they're playing at Fenway tonight. So, the Cardinals have to travel home tomorrow to play the Brewers. If a team plays Sunday night baseball, has to travel the next day and play, they typically lose. So, I'm running with the Milwaukee Brewers at an even money line right now against the St. Louis Cardinals. 50 bones. You're going Milwaukee over St. Louis? Yep. Oh, I thought you said St. Louis over Milwaukee. No, I kind of worded that bad. I can see how you got that. That was that was pretty bad setup by me because I, I said St. Louis versus Milwaukee. Okay, I, I'm going I, with. Okay, the Brewers. that's what I thought. Yeah, no, I did that horribly, but I'm going with the Brewers because they're playing a team that's coming off traveling after Sunday night baseball. Okay, I swear to God, I tracked that stat last year. and It was like 13 and four that those teams, <laughs> those teams who have travel lose. So, Dang. go Brewers. Well, I'm gonna go with. The Los Angeles Angels traveling to Baltimore to Camden Yards to play the Orioles. Taking this because, you know, who's on the mound for the Angels? It says undecided right now that I'm looking at ESPN. So who? Shoei Otani. Oh, 
okay. is in line to make his start tomorrow against the Angels or against the Orioles. Excuse me. He's four and one this year with a two point seven four ERA. This man. Yeah, he's nice. I mean, he's simply the man. Yep. He, is, he just doesn't. He's absolutely absurd, and he's going to look so good in Dodger blue next year. Can't wait. But yeah, give me the Angels over the Orioles. Even though I love the Orioles, and it makes me a little nervous that the Orioles are a beast of a hitting squad, and they're coming off an an L today where they couldn't get anything going with the bats. But Adley didn't start. Uh, give me the Angels. The Angels are s- sneaky five hundred right now. They're a sneaky team right now. People are producing other outside of Trout and Otani, so we'll see if they can keep it going. Yeah, for being with two All Stars like Trout and Otani in that team. You'd think they'd be better. Oh, so. they should be for sure. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. All right. Well, I think that wraps up another Tea Time podcast. Unless, Gary, you have anything else to add? Any Closing remarks. Next episode will be coming next Monday. Yes, sir. And quick sports to highlight for your upcoming week. PGA Championship, one of the four golf majors, is going on this weekend. Pay attention to that. And then, for all you tennis fans out there, we got the French Open coming May 21st. Hey. So you know, you know you better be pumped for that. But anyways, it's been a great Tea Time Pod. Garrett, it's nice to be back. Great to be back. So we'll catch you next time on Tea Time Pod. Thanks for listening.